Glad you're with us on The Voice of Missouri. Show me today. I'm Bill Pollack. The Payte House Museum served as a last stop shop for travelers making their way to Western territories during the 19th century. Just a block away, Jesse James and his family had a house under an alias name. Gary Chilcote, the director of the museum, is with Marshall Griffin to talk about the history of this area. Payte House was built in 1858. It's a block square, four story brick hotel had 150 hotel rooms, and it was built when the Hannibal-St. Joseph Railroad just completed its route to St. Joseph uh, in 1859. Uh, right across the river from St. Joseph is Elwood, Kansas. So we were at the extreme western edge of the United States at that time. <clears throat> there were no other states except California in 1859. And St. Joseph uh, headed not only the the Pony, the Pony Express, it was also the railroad office, and uh, this was as far west as you could go by train until after the Civil War. So it made it a pretty busy place uh, just before the start of the war. And the Pony Express, of course, started April 3rd, 1860. Uh, Russell, Majors, and Waddell selected the Patey House as their headquarters, and they left from here and rode all the way to California, 1,966 miles to Sacramento, California. So it was quite an event, and it lasted only 18 and a half months, but it helped hold California and its gold with the Union at the start of the Civil War. What was life like for a Pony Express rider? Uh, Pony riders, of course, on the St. Joseph Inn had it pretty nice. They stayed at the Patey House Hotel, and they rode about 80 miles over into West mid-Kansas. Uh, but from Kansas on west, each rider uh, had to pretty much look after himself. Um, he traveled by himself 24 hours a day. Uh, obviously, he had to stop and sleep, but uh, the mail traveled all the way to Sacramento, California, by uh, 24-hour-a-day business. So it took 10 days to get the mail to California. And uh, some of the riders, of course, were attacked by Indians. Uh, one or two of them were lost. And uh, uh, it was not a nice place to, to uh, have a job because they were out west by themselves riding a horse or else sleeping uh, during that time. Well, I'm guessing there are also dangers, not uh, not just from uh, the Native Americans that lived along the way, but also there were there criminals and that li that were lying in wait as well. And I'm guessing, uh, depending on the time of year, the the weather uh, was a threat as well. Yes, uh, the weather was definitely a, a, an effect for the pony riders. Uh, there weren't too many criminals that were interested in a two-week-old edition of the New York Times. And that's what the Pony Riders carried out to California, because people from California had no way of getting the mail except by steamboat. And that had to go around the southern part of the, of the uh, continent uh, in order to get to California. It took about six weeks by steamboat and it took 10 days by Pony Express. So they were interested in what was going on in the eastern part of the United States, and that was right as the Civil War was just developing. 
You're listening to Show Me Today. This is Marshall Griffin. We're speaking with Gary Chilcote. He's the director of the Patty House Museum and Jesse James Home, both located in St. Joseph. Now, after the Civil War, uh, tell us what became of the uh, the Patty House. Well, John Patty back the Confederacy during the Civil War, uh, but the Union Army took over his hotel as the Provost Marshal's office for the Union Army. Uh, that was the military government in St. Joseph. So John, there was no one who had enough money to buy the hotel, so he decided to sell it in a nationwide lottery. And he sold tickets all over the United States for $2 apiece. And the day of the drawing, on April 28, 1865, 100 tickets came back unsold. And they were John Petey's tickets. So he said, just throw them in the box. And they did. And when they drew out the winning ticket, John won his own hotel back. Uh, quite a surprise for him. But uh, that solved his financial problems. He then sold it to the Methodist for Girls College. Now, the Pony Express started April 3rd, 1860, and uh, uh, it was a few years later, in April 3rd, 1882, that a guy by the name of Tom Howard moved in a block north of the Petey House in a little, hill, a little house on a hill. And that, his real name, of course, was Jesse James, and he'd been living up there for about three months. He moved in on Christmas Eve. They shot and killed him on April 3rd, 1882, exactly 100 days after he moved in. So that was the two most significant things that, that the Petey House was involved in, the start of the Pony Express and the end of Jesse James. Now, so if someone goes into the Jesse James home, what are they going to see? Is it going to look like it did back in uh, 1882? Yeah, to some degree. Of course, I don't know what it looked like. I wasn't there in 1882. Me neither. uh, The uh, front room was where Jesse was shot and killed, and it's um, restored pretty much as it looked back in 1882, including it has chip marks on the floor where Jesse's head landed, and people carved out splinters for souvenirs, blood-covered splinters, and... uh, and we have the furniture that looks like what would have been uh, what Jesse used. Of course, uh, two weeks after he died, his wife was pretty hard up for money by then, and she sold all the furniture, and uh, nothing brought very much money in those days, but she got rid of almost all of the furniture. And Petey House, when you come in the front door, the first thing you'll see is there an 1860 train that was used to bring the mail to St. Joseph for the Pony Express. And uh, it's a three-piece unit, weighs 67 tons, so it's pretty good size. We also have a, a de- depot in here that came from Union Star, and it looks like it belonged beside the 1860 train. And we have uh, a merry-go-round, a carousel that's 83 years old, and all the, all the animals were made by... St. Joseph Carver, Bruce White, who also made all the horses for the Appleby restaurant chain. We have two 1922 American LaFrance fire trucks and uh, several cars and buggies and wagons. So we're pretty well filled up with all three floors. All right. And uh, anyone, anybody that wants to visit the uh, Patey House Museum and Jesse James home, uh, just what's one of, what are the hours, admission price? Uh, give us uh, some of that information. Open every day except Sunday, 
and from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. And the price at Patey House is is eight dollars for adults, seven dollars for seniors, and five dollars for students. At the Jesse James House, it costs four dollars for adults, three dollars for seniors, and two dollars for students. And they're both open six days a week, Monday through Saturday. Uh, and uh, we would certainly invite your visitors to come and listen and see what we have. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much. It's a, it's always a, a pleasure to talk about uh, interesting things in Missouri and uh, just uh, per, a personal disclosure. I've been to the Patey House Museum in Jesse James' home. It was about 16 years ago, so it's been a while since I've been there, but I remember it was really a fa- yeah, really fascinating added, place. Uh, we've added two more floors since then, so it's pretty busy. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right, thank you. And that was Gary Chillicote. He's the director of the Patey House Museum and Jesse James Home, both located in St. Joseph. If you're just tuning in or want to hear more, subscribe to Show Me Today on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.